Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast with Ken Sterling. It's Wednesday. September 22nd, 2021, we're brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist that there is. Call him, 317-849-2933. Hello, I'd like to make an appointment to see Dr. Mike O'Neill because I am just that smart and I know he's that good a dentist. Oh, sounds great. Good day. There you go. It's that easy. Let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts. Carson Wentz, both ankles are sore. The right ankle is the one he's favoring most. He is not wearing a boot. He hopes to be able to play. He cannot remember a single game in his life. Hello, David, where he did not practice, but he played. So we're going to keep an eye on the injury report. He didn't practice today. Braden Smith didn't practice either. We're going to look at Friday, and we're going to figure it out. Afternoon, Neil. If he practices Friday and he's limited, you got to feel pretty good about him playing on Sunday. And if he plays on Sunday, you got to feel pretty good about the Colts. Even though I, Jody Shelton, good afternoon, am going to feel good even about Jacob Eason being back there delivering the pill because Janoris Jenkins bites. So if you can protect Jacob Eason long enough for him to do this and then throw it up, Touchdown! Hello! Tied for the lead in the AFC South after this game with a tiebreaker against the Titans. That's what's at stake. If they win this game, they could lead the AFC South come Monday morning. If they lose this game, they'll be two games back, plus they'll be down in the tiebreaker. I think that they're going to win this game, whether or not Carson Wentz plays. What do you think about that? Stephen Holder of The Athletic, he wrote a piece today about red zone offense and Frank Reich and said, hey, hello, Jesse, how are you? And said, you know what? Frank Reich is not all that bad. Really, he compares favorably to others in the NFL in terms of going for it on fourth down in the red zone and converting either the first down or the touchdown. You know what? I don't care what the statistics say. And this, it's Optimistic Wednesday, but we got to be honest. Numbers without context are meaningless. 
You look at the Colts and the way they operate in the red zone and the way they go for it on fourth down. Look, if you've got first and goal from the one, and then you've got second and goal from the one, and then you've got third and goal from the one, and then you've got fourth and goal from the one, why in the wide world of sports would you believe that on fourth and one, you got a better chance than you did on first, second, or third, especially when they know what's coming? You know they're going to run that goofy little thing to Jack Doyle. They're going to run a, a little, you know, as, as those damn things. They never work, for God's sake. Uh, I always believe what I'm saying. What are you talking about? I absolutely believe what I'm saying. I'll tell you this. Uh, all right, we'll talk about that for a second. I always, I think that people who sit in front of a microphone or like this or write for a living, and they don't believe what they write or what they say. These people are valueless. It, guys like Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless, there's a great story about Skip Bayless, where, and you can take this as good or bad. It's not necessarily bad. In my mind, it's bad. That the uh, Dallas newspaper for whom he worked put out a poll, said, who would you like to be the starting quarterback for the Cowboys? This is a long time ago. And there were three guys. And I think third place uh, was Steve Pallur with 2% of the vote. Skip Bayless had no idea the result of the thing, heard there was the poll and said, hey, okay, who came in third? The next day in the paper, he had written a column saying that that's the guy who should be the starting quarterback for the Cowboys because he knew it was going to get all kinds of play. That's the way a lot of these guys work. I do not work that way ever, 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 ever. No, Dan is not like that, actually. Dan is not a strategist. Dan says what's in his heart. I've known Dan for 30 years. I hired Dan to be a host at 107.5 The Fan. I know exactly where he comes from. And a lot of times he sounds crazy, but you know what? He is right a lot of the time. I'll tell you a story about that. All right, 2003, game seven of the NLCS. I'm sitting between the great Pauly Balls and Dan Dockage. First inning, uh, Marlins have two runners on. I think they've got two runners on. No, they've got one runner on, and Pudge Rodriguez is at the plate. All right? And and uh, Kerry Wood's on the mound. And Dan turns to us and says, "Yeah, I'm telling you right now, boys, you got to hit Pudge Rodriguez. I said, it's the first inning. What are you talking about hitting a guy? You're going to put another guy on base in the top of the first? He goes, yep, because look who's on deck. It's Miguel Cabrera, 19 years old. He thinks he can't fail. You have got to put something else in his mind. You have got to change his thinking. And I said, that's the craziest thing I ever heard. I think Rodriguez gets a base. He's like, Rodriguez is going to get on. He's either going to walk or get a base hit. He's hotter than hell. So you may as well hit him. They don't hit him. He gets on base. What's Cabrera do? Yard. And, and Dan looked at me and looked at Bill and said, boys, I don't know music and I don't know the arts, but I know sports. And he did. And that has happened a number of times with Dan. Dan says what he believes. There are people, Bob Kravitz writes what he believes. He is a true North. I've talked to him about it a million times. That's why I hired him at 107.5 The Fan, which then was 1070 The Fan. Because you've got to have a true north in order to be trusted. And if you can't be trusted, why would people listen to you or read you? It's preposterous. So I say nothing that I absolutely do not 110% believe. 
Frank Reich in the red zone. Frank Reich, it, it, look, and this is true when you analyze things like this too. Stephen Holder, okay? Stephen looked at all the numbers. Numbers without context, meaningless. Context without numbers, also wackadoodle. All right, so you've got to look at both. There's got to be a balance of context and statistical support. What Frank Reich does is what Stephen did in the piece in The Athletic. He's all numbers. Yeah, it's a strong go. We were green. The hell with that. What do you believe about your team in that moment? How do you feel about your team in that moment? Do you think that first and goal from the one, second and goal from the one, third and goal from the, from the one. Do you believe that fourth down somehow with a shovel pass is going to be different? And if you do, why? Why don't you run it on second down? It doesn't make sense. What Frank Reich did in not taking the points is all about green and red and not about heart and not about head. And you got to be about both. At what point does Ballard say, Frank, dump the chart? I'd have done that last year. We're done with the chart. If you believe you can get it, go. I, I don't want to write any more checks to these idiots from MIT who are giving us strong goes or, hey, we're not going to go. I, I don't want to employ geniuses with slide rules to inhabit one of our suites to tell us when we're going to go. That's why I hired you. And if you can't get it right, I'm going to hire somebody else. That's what I did. So um, one thing I did want to talk about also, you know, we spent a lot of time during the offseason crapping on Rocky Seen as a cornerback for the Colts. And while his, uh, his work over his two years as a cornerback for the Colts has not been spectacular, and last year it was actually kind of poor. This year it's not been so Pro football focus in this, again, let's look at the numbers, but let's develop some context for them. He is the highest rated cornerback on this roster. Uh, Rocky Seen, 62.5. That's 47th of 102. All right. Kenny Moore, 93rd out of 102. Kenny Moore, we like to think of as a potential Pro Bowl slot corner. Rocky Seen has actually been pretty good, and I'll tell you how we know he's been pretty good, because we don't see 26 on our screen, and cornerbacks are, are a lot like, you know, situational pitchers. You know, you only remember their bad plays, and for Rocky Seen, there's been a whole lot of decent this year, so we need to say that, and we need to pat Rocky Seen on the back and say, you know what, okay. Nice work, Rock, because when he doesn't do nice work, we yell at him all the time. Uh, not taking points, but massive... All right. Um, I want to talk about this, too. Quentin Nelson. All right, here, here's what I do. All right, Quentin Nelson, I think it's crazy to pay him as, as they're going to, as one of the highest paid guys on this roster. He's a left guard. These guys, are they're not interchangeable, but you can live with a mediocre left guard, right? If he's your best player, what are you going to do? But here's the thing with Quentin Nelson, and here's the context. In the 2018 draft, do you know who has the most approximate value according 
to profootballreference.com. In that draft, it's Lamar Jackson. Second, right behind Lamar Jackson, who's taken 32nd, right? I think 31st, 32nd, somewhere in there in the first round, Quentin Nelson. Do you know how many people in the 2018 draft are three for three in being named first team all pro? Just one, and that's Quentin Nelson. Here are the guys that were taken immediately prior to Quentin Nelson in the 2018 draft. Baker Mayfield, Saquon Barkley, Sam Darnold, Denzel Ward, and Bradley Chubb. Would you rather have any of those players, quarterback needs notwithstanding for the Colts right now, would you rather have any of those players than Quentin Nelson? I would not even though he's a guard, a lowly guard. Now, the player's taken immediately after Quentin Nelson. Josh Allen, I'd rather have Josh Allen. But in 2018, when this draft was held, you thought you were going to have Andrew Luck for the next 6, 10 years. So why in the hell would you draft a guy like Josh Allen? But looking back, revisionist history, I would rather have Josh Allen. Uh, Roquan Smith, taken by the Bears. He's been pretty good, but I'd still rather have Quentin Nelson. Mike McGlinchey, uh, Quentin Nelson's former teammate at Notre Dame. I'd rather have Quentin Nelson. And then 10th, you know who's taken? 10th, Josh Rosen. Ooh, nice pick, you bunch of kooks. Uh, what have you missed? You missed a firestorm of positivity and, and optimism. That's what you've missed, Jeff. Um, so that is what that draft was, all right? In 2018, Chris Ballard did exactly the right thing. And did you know that in taking Quentin Nelson sixth overall, Chris Ballard used a pick as high, the, the, the last guy, the last guard taken sixth or higher in a draft? That was a guy, jeez, uh, oh, Pete, who was it? I... Um, Oh, I didn't bring that piece of paper. It was Dombrowski. Went to the Saints back in 1988. Went out on a skinny limb for a big, giant guard, and it paid off. And good for him. That wound up being a very good pick. And actually, I thought, wahoo, exactly. I thought that I was probably going to find something a little bit different from that. But you don't just go with what pops in your head you got to find some statistics to substantiate your beliefs. And that's what we do here, because we care. We try to present a product that you're going to enjoy and that you can trust as coming from both my heart and my head. I always tell the truth, my truth. It might not be your truth. You might disagree, and that's fine. I like disagreements. If you disagree, hit me on the comments. A lot of people do. I dig it. My only gripe about the Nelson pick is now we have a guard making tackle money. Yeah. And, and so because of that, you're going to have a, uh, a roster with a pro well, too high a percentage of money in that offensive line, and that's just the way it is. Uh, Wentz, no boot. Yeah, you say, oh, thank you. Thanks for recapping. I appreciate it. Um, Kent, I don't remember how you came onto my Colts news radar, but boy, I'm glad you did. Absolutely love your work and enthusiasm. Thank you. Hey, we enjoy enthusiasm. We enjoy praise. We enjoy criticism. Uh, follow if you like, like if you like, 
and uh, ring the bell if you like. Uh, that's what got me kicked off Facebook, telling the truth and all. It's what happens. Uh, hey, born again, how are you? I'm fine. I'm doing good. What are you kidding me? I'm living a dream. I'm talking about sports with people I like in a venue that makes sense to me. How could life be better, right? Colts, going to get the win this Sunday against the Titans. I just got a great feeling about it. I don't have any stats to back it up, but I feel it, and that's what's important, at least on a Wednesday. Right? Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.